Welcome everyone to VR and Education. In episode three, we're going to look at how to set up a VR club at your school. These days, schools are striving to be way more progressive. Despite thought leaders like Sir Ken Robinson advocating the importance of fostering creativity and innovation, standardized tests seem to cripple any major shifts away from content towards a more conceptual and then a more contextual approach to our teaching and learning. Yet, ladies and gentlemen, now is not the time to give up on this battle for innovation in the classroom. I recently, over the holidays, read Ernest Cline's science fiction novel called Ready Player One which was about a protagonist, a guy named Wade Watts, who immersed himself in the virtual world called the Oasis. He was looking to disconnect from the real world. Wade had a mission in the Oasis. He had to find an Easter egg hidden by the creator, James Halliday. In this novel, Ernest Cline paints an amazing picture of what virtual reality school is like at the Oasis. Teachers were able to load up a simulation during world history where they could visit King Tut's tomb. Students in biology class could travel through and into the human heart to watch blood pump. And in, in astronomy class, students could visit each of Jupiter's moons they could stand there on the volcanic surface and feel the immense pull of gravity. Whilst there's no denying that immersive VR technology can make these amazing experiences likely and possible in our classrooms today, many teachers need a place just to get started. They need to get their sea legs or their feet wet before they sail the ship. One way to do this, once you make the leap to purchasing immersive VR units like HTC Vive or Oculus Rift, is to possibly start an after-school club. So in this episode, I want to talk about my experiences in setting up and starting a VR after-school club at your school. So first, honestly, you, you probably are asking the question, why have a VR club in the first place? Well, teachers don't always have to be the experts. So by setting up a VR club in the school, you can engage students in the hardware and software setup and applications in hopes to get maybe their ideas, let them develop ownership, and then brainstorm with them about how this immersive technology might be used to enhance teacher curriculum. By giving students the opportunity to play or sandbox, they will help you make connections to the classroom. Question or idea number two, if you're gonna set up a VR club in your school, be clear on the mission or mandate of the club. 
When advertising or marketing your VR club, connect it to real learning. Try and steer clear of having a club that's just about gaming. Focus your club on one of the following areas. VR could be a tool to promote or enhance in your club, maybe problem solving, possibly creation, or teaching the kids how to build empathy and passion. When I launched my VR club at school, I initially focused my first round of sessions on problem solving. We had six after school clubs or classes and every second session, students were able to try out a whole new problem solving game. In later podcasts, I'll talk about creation and empathy type games. Question number three. So you're ready to get going. You're excited. You've got your hardware and your software. You've got the kids on board. You've got your mandate. The next step is to decide, okay, what applications should I buy or purchase for my problem-solving VR club? So finding and purchasing games and applications is never easy. As the list on Steam, Viveport, and the Oculus Store website is growing exponentially each month. What I do is I try and look at the popularity of the game through reviews and ratings. Additionally, I'll search various games up on YouTube to listen to how the game is played and ensure there's no violence or inappropriate content or that it's not too difficult or complex for the age group. If you're just getting started, here are my top three recommendations for buying applications related to problem solving for your VR club. Number one, Fantastic Contraption. Fantastic Contraption is a very surreal building type game with a huge emphasis on problem solving. So what you do is you create these life-size machines that can be as tall as you can reach and then you send them off whirling and flinging and trundling off to solve a puzzle on the other side of this floating island. Your task is pretty simple. You get this squishy purple ball and the goal off in the distance or maybe above you or possibly below you is to get that ball to its final destination. Your tools are quite elegant and minimalist. You get spinning wheels, wooden rods, and then these neat little stretchable springy rods. But the solutions are endless. And there's no right or wrong contraption that you must build. Number two. My second recommendation when starting a problem-solving club for VR is the game Form. In Form, the, the synopsis goes something like this. Dr. Devin Eli is this brilliant physicist. He's at this global tech company called Mindful Labs. And he's working in seclusion at this research facility 
in Alaska. Dr. Eli's on the brink of uncovering the meaning behind this mysterious signal from a secret artifact, the obelisk. Your role is to play this gifted doctor, Dr. Eli, and you have these superhuman powers. You use these powers to follow the storyline and unlock clues and puzzles in the obelisk. And you explore dreamlike settings. This path will lead you to a whole new existence. Form is amazing and it's won many awards. It has excellent acoustics and phenomenal realistic situations. I highly recommend it. Recommendation number three or game number three for problem solving is called The Gallery. The Gallery has two episodes. My suggestion is to start with episode one the Call of Starseed. So the story goes something like this in the gallery. A strange message is left by your mysterious sister, Elsie. And that'll draw you into this mysterious journey filled with bizarre characters. There's a professor who helps you along the way if you're stuck. You're, you search for Elsie and you'll, it'll lead you to this cosmic machine that gives you power and allows you to unlock clues and solve various mysteries. Just a, a, a caution with the gallery is that it is rated T for teens. Just a caution with the gallery, it is rated T for teens. And it's given this rating because there are some scary and intense moments or content. So VR Club has been a huge success at our school. And I'd like to share with you an interview that I had with one of our students who gives you his thoughts on VR Club at school. So today on VR and Education, I have a guest with me. We've been talking about setting up virtual reality clubs in schools. And so I have a guest with me who joined one of our VR clubs here at Strathcona Tweedsmere School. His name is Sam. Welcome, Sam. Uh, thanks, Mr. Freilich. Happy to be here. So my first question, Sam, is what made you want to join our VR club here at the school? Uh, well, my first experience with the VR was actually in uh, design class. And uh, I just really loved what, how it felt to actually be in an environment where I could have hands-on experience with building something and then see how it would look in real life almost and then test it in a virtual like environment it was just it was really interesting and it was cool to see and understand what I could do within VR good answer I know lots of people talk about the fact that virtual reality gives kids the opportunity to test and then fail and then test again without all the big mess so I agree with you my next question with for you Sam is the following in our VR club we had seven sessions and each session we looked at different applications or learning type games. Of those seven sessions, Sam, what was your favorite application or game that you played? Uh, my favorite would have to be a Fantastic Contraption. So it was the game where uh, we had like this environment and there was like a box where you had to get this object into 
using uh, this kit that you were had access to. And it was just, I didn't really know how to do it the first time I tried, but it was fun to just kind of mess around and tinker with it. And then as like I started learning how to actually play the game, it was fun to see all the different things I could do. So that was definitely my favorite. Thanks, Sam. Fantastic Contraption is also one of my favorite games because even though it starts out really simple, you know, almost for someone that might be like eight years old, as you progress through the levels, it gets really challenging. And so good answer. Um, my final question for you, Sam, is the following. As a, a student who's in grade 11 and interested in hopefully entering engineering school at uh, a university, how do you see virtual reality as a possible tool for engineers? Uh, well, kind of like the benefits given with 3D, virtual reality allows you to see all the different angles and the ways that you can actually improve on something you were thinking about building. It allows you to almost create a physical design without having to have the materials of an idea or a design that you were thinking about and then it allows you to test it in a scenario that you can almost create and then to tinker it based off of it. So it just gives you a whole nother realm of possibilities and just a good environment for you to build off of designs and ideas that you have. Awesome, Sam. Thanks for coming into the show today. Listen, best of luck to you as you start to think about applying to universities and engineering. I appreciate you taking the time. Uh, thank you, Mr. Freilich. Bye for now. As you can hear from this interview, Sam likes VR Club because it feels safe. If you read between the lines, he appreciated the idea that there were no grades and therefore less pressure and more allowance to do things like failure. I recently, this week, listened to a podcast from Ed Surge. And on the podcast, they were interviewing a psychologist. His name was Art Markham from Austin, Texas. And he, he emphasized that really good learning should be failure-driven. Alas, schools focus more on punishing students who make mistakes through summative grading practices. Yet, you know what? In the VR world, failure is always an option, and mistakes are part of the game. Next week. Let's talk about next week. Next week, we're going to look at part two of VR clubs, and we're going to focus on how they might promote a culture of creating. So thank you, everyone who listened to this podcast. And as always, I invite you to leave feedback for me, or you can contact me on Twitter, at Teach to continue the conversation about VR in education. Bye for now.